Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another opportunity to gather together like this. We thank you for uh, waking up. Help us to hear your word and do great things in our lives. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We shall be reading Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 26. Luke chapter 5, from verse 17 to verse 26. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then, behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the mist before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. May the Lord bless the of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. We have discussed how Jesus was in a certain place on a certain day. We have also seen how the power of God to heal those who were present was also there. But when none of those present were able to receive the power for healing, God made it possible for a man who was paralytic to be brought so that he could benefit from the healing power that was present. When they laid this man before Jesus, Jesus healed him. And the man got up from his bed, picked up the bed that he was lying on, and walked out of that place glorifying the name of God. And when this happened, the people around said, we have seen strange things today. And that is the aspect that we want to discuss today. That is, whenever Jesus is in a place, strange things happen. Indeed, whenever Jesus is in a house, strange things happen. And more importantly, whenever Jesus is in somebody's life, strange things happen. So what do we mean by a strange thing? We are speaking of something that you cannot begin to imagine. We are speaking of something that can only happen because God is the one doing it. We are speaking of something that has never happened before. We are speaking of a miracle. We are speaking of a wonder. We are speaking of a wonderment. We are speaking of something that makes people to say, ha, we've never seen this kind of thing before. Whenever Jesus is in a person's life, all kinds of things begin to happen in that person's life. Things that will change that person's life forever. Things that will turn the person's life around. Whenever Jesus is in a person's life, he deals with the issues in that person's life. And in dealing with those issues in that person's life, he changes that person's life for the better. I am not saying that it's going to be pleasurable throughout. But one thing is for sure. 
when Jesus is in your life, he will deal with the sin issues in your life. He will deal with the things that sin has brought into that life. In the case of the man that we are considering here, Jesus forgave that man's sin. And as a result, that man was able to walk again. It is important to note that Jesus did not ask that man to change his life before he forgave his sins. He simply forgave the man's sins because his friends brought him and placed him before Jesus. We see that this man was brought to Jesus by his friends. So it is possible that somebody may invite you to Jesus. But when you come before Jesus with whatever problem you have, the first thing he will do is to forgive your sins. Because it is possible that that problem was because of sin in your life. But I want you to also know something. That you don't have to be born again to receive a miracle from Jesus. Because to be born again, you need to ask for forgiveness of your sins. But here, the man did not ask for forgiveness. Jesus just forgave him. But even though you can receive a miracle if you are not born again, you may not be able to keep that miracle in your life. Because unless you are born again and sanctified, the sin will return to your life. And if sin returns to that person's life, something worse will happen to him. If you take a pig and wash the pig with, with clean water, after you have finished washing that pig, it will go back into, into the mud and be rolling there. It is a waste of time trying to bathe a pig so that a miracle will not benefit you if you are not born again. You can get a miracle if you are not born again, but it will not profit you unless you are born again. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and yet he loses his soul? You can have the biggest house in the world, but if you are a sinner, it is not going to profit you because at the end of the day, you are going to end up in hell. What salvation does is to open the door for us to be able to enter into heaven. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you are born again, you cannot enter into heaven. Going to church does not give you access to heaven. Reading the Bible will not open the door of heaven to you. But when you go to Jesus, he is the one that opens the door of heaven to you. And then when you have gone to Jesus, you're going to church and you're reading the Bible will now be a prophet to you. Jesus once healed a man at the pool of Bethesda. The man had been sick for 38 years and Jesus raised him from his paralysis. And then the man went away. But later, when Jesus saw the man in the temple, he warned him. He said, see that you do not go and sin again. Otherwise, something worse will come upon you. The only way you will stop sinning is for God to sanctify you. Sanctification is what God does in removing your old nature and putting his own nature in you. And the only way you can be sanctified is first to be born again. To be born again, you just need to go to Jesus. You need to say, I am a sinner. You need to agree that indeed you are a sinner. And you also do not want to live a life of sin again. You want Jesus to come and remove sin from your life and give you a new nature so that you will not live in sin again. And when you do that, Jesus will forgive you your sins. And he will begin to make you a new person. That new person that he makes you will love God. That new person that he makes you will obey God. That new person that he makes you will hate sin. That new person that he makes you will not want to hear from Satan. 
that new person that he makes you will always delight to hear the voice of God. And as a result, you will always be listening to the voice of God. And when you hear the voice of God and you obey, you cannot go wrong with God. And you will become pleasing to God. As a result of all of this, if you have a miracle, the miracle will remain. So I want to encourage us today that while it is good to have a miracle, it is better to be a miracle. There is a difference between receiving a miracle and being a miracle. When you receive a miracle, it is a one-time thing. But when you are a miracle, miracles keep happening in your life. For example, you are protected by God. That is, you will wake up every day and you know that God is protecting you. Even your feeding will be a miracle. Everything about your life will be a miracle. So to be a miracle, you must be born again and sanctified. So yes, it is good that that man received a miracle, but it would have been better if he himself became a miracle. There is a difference between visiting Jesus and being with Jesus. When you visit Jesus, you may get a miracle, but when you are with Jesus, you are a miracle. Therefore, I want to encourage you today. If you have not been taking God seriously, there's an opportunity for you today to take God seriously. And if you want to surrender your life to Jesus today, I will advise you to begin to speak to him now. Tell him that you are a sinner and that you want his salvation. Tell him you want him to come and change your life. Tell him you want him to remove the old life of sin. Tell him you want to receive the new life of righteous living. And he will meet you at the point of your need and he will save your soul. And when you die, as all men die, you are sure that you are going to be with Jesus in heaven. So today, I want to encourage us, let us surrender our lives to Jesus, and let us seek to be sanctified by him. So let us pray now. Heavenly Father, as many as want to surrender their lives to Jesus, please receive them into your bosom. Those who have already surrendered their lives to you, Please begin a work of sanctification in their lives. Clean out the old nature that still makes them to commit sin and pour your life into them so that they can begin to live for you from now on. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.